Welcome to Charged Up Studio Live, where small business owners get charged up for success. Are you a small business owner? Do you find yourself struggling through the many responsibilities that come with the title entrepreneur? Well, we're here for you. Charged Up Studio is hosted by Marketatomy LLC, your prescription for what we call OPA. What is OPA? It's when you become so overwhelmed with the confusion that comes with business ownership that you become paralyzed and ultimately avoid doing anything in hopes it will take care of itself or you put it off till later. Does that sound familiar? I'm your host, Dan Olivo, and each week we bring a business professional eager to charge you up as they talk about the many things that keep you from moving forward with your small business. So are you ready to get charged up for success? Let's hit it. So welcome back to Charged Up Studio, where we bring you insightful conversations with industry leaders and experts. I'm Dana Oliva, your host, and today we are continuing our monthly focus on the power of purposeful marketing, integrating business strategy and spiritual energy. We have a very special guest joining us, Ms. Kim Woods, president of Kim Woods Advisory. She calls herself a business strategist and master astrologer, and she'll be exploring the intersection of business strategy and astrology, where two worlds collide in a cosmic conversation. So before we you tune out, think, thinking that this is just a lot of woo-woo, let me just say this, there are many times that the universe has led me in a direction I never thought I would go, but the signs were so bright and blatant, they were impossible to ignore. We've all had these encounters, but we just seen, we've just been too preoccupied and we've missed the opportunities. I highly recommend you hear what Kim has to say it could change the direction of life or business. So before we get started, Kim, I have a very important question to ask you. So are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Have you always listened to the universe and map the stars to get your answers? I would love to say yes. And of course I cannot, right? Because there was a time where I didn't listen. There was a time where I thought I knew, you know, I knew the trajectory of my career. I knew the trajectory of my life. I, you know, I thought I knew more than the universe, Dana, like, yeah. right? How cheeky is that, right? So I will say I, I followed astrology and I had an astrologer for a really long time, but- yeah. But, but being interested in dabbling is very different than allowing that information to help you guide the course in the direction. Well, that leads me into the real question here, okay? <laughs> if you could go back in time and give your young self some solid advice, what advice would you give her and at what age? Um, at what age? I'd probably do it in late high school, early college. 
And I would say to follow your heart versus follow what other people are telling you what to do. Because if I had done that, I wouldn't have had probably five majors in college. I was pre-med and then I was, who knows what, like who knows where I ended up. I ended up in economics, which was really great, but I only ended up in econ because that was the only way I could graduate on time and I didn't have the option to take more time. Now that I look astrology, economics and business strategy, it works. But yeah. if I had, if I had followed my heart, I would have done something like mythology or I would have done social anthropology or I would have done sociology or maybe even psychology because I have to say any one of those subject matters would have prepared me better for the work that I do now than an economics degree undergrad and an MBA grad. Well and and in all honesty those subject matters would help any business owner. Absolutely. You know every, every bit of that is is carried through in our entrepreneurial lives. So, yes. That, very good. Very good. So let's, sorry about that. Let's delve deep into the minds of visionary thinkers who bridge the gap between business strategy and the ancient wisdom of astrology. So to start off, could you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you found yourself at the crossroads of business strategy and astrology? Yeah, so I had I had grown up in in corporate. I ended up doing consulting in Oracle. had had the fabulous career, all the trappings you can imagine what it was like. And then got pregnant, and I was having my first child. And I thought, oh, no worries. There's no stopping. There's there's just it's just going to be a a rejuggling of. And every every parent out there can laugh. We can yeah. pause. There's just going to be rejuggling. Well, he was born with significant issues. And so that put a stop to whatever I had been thinking from a forward trajectory. So I, I ended up leaving corporate, ended up, um, quite frankly, dealing with his issues full time for a while. And they were, they were that significant. And then as he was developing a little bit, we realized the doctors were telling me, oh, he's not going to be able to throw and catch a ball. He's not going to be able to walk up the stairs normally. He's not going to have a normal social life. He's not going to have a sense of humor. And I was like, time out. Wait a minute. What are we talking about? You're just coming up with solutions and skills and strategies. Like, I don't want that. I want to get to the core of this. I want to, I want to be able to shift his life 100%. And so I did that. I literally was pursuing obviously all Western methods, of course, but then it went into Eastern practices and we did everything. And at the time, what was started to happen, we started to get major, majorly great results for him. But my life was like two skis going separately. I had the personal where it was all Eastern and everything was through that lens. And then I had the professional where my clients would tell me, keep the woo at home, Kim. We just want your business strategy mind. And I would think to myself, oh, you're getting both. And this is why you can have a growth trajectory of about 5,000% and not lose anybody. And right. this is, why, you know, and this is why your all your deals work out and all the things, because I was bringing all of that intuitive knowing and all of that energy in, but that was fine. Um, and until it wasn't, of course, till the skis got way too separate. And I realized, you know what, I really want to get to the root of things because my business strategy was only giving solutions and, and you know, skills. It wasn't really getting to the core to clear the pathway to your success. And, and, and the marriage of the two does both. Yep. And and you're absolutely right. I'm going through a stage right now where, you know, um, I'm at an age where osteoporosis is kicking in. Okay. And, um, and I've had a couple of issues as far as fractures, you know, and things, and they've got me on all this medication, you know, and things like that. And 
you know, my husband and I were talking and, and we were listening to this book. It's, it's healthy. I think it was healthy child, healthy life or something like that. And it was all about, um, you know, your, your nutrition, you know, and things like that and getting involved with an integrated physician. And so now I'm on the path of let's find one that I can work with, get me off this medication, right. you know, because I've always been one for, you know, acupuncture and, and, you know, all of this stuff, but, you know, to, to treat the things that, you know, uh, to, like you said, get to the core, what's causing all this. Okay. What's causing the osteoporosis to really start kicking in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it my nutrition or is it just old age? <laughs> and, and are there, are there other, you know, we are made up of so many elements. Like there could be some beautiful homeopathic or some other holistic vibrational um, energy that could, that could support that wonderful yeah. nutrition. And I'm about the marriage of the two. So if there is a medication that, that, that your body likes, that happens to be more traditional. Great. If, if it doesn't yeah. though, and it happens to be more, you know, earthy, that's also great. And yeah. it could be the combination of the two. Yep. No. And the other thing is finding out where your sensitivities are. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Finding out where your sensitivities are, you know, so that's the first step in the whole process. And, and, and when we think about business, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Let's find out where your sensitive, where your weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's, you talk about your success making methodology. What yes. is it? Yeah. So literally I've gone into, I mean, cause I've now I'm a, an astrologer, right? Like, so I have done the 5,000 hours and the million clients and all the things. And yes. what I realized is the stars are beautiful. The stars are beautiful because astrology can help you. It's the map of your potential when you look at you internally. And then when you're looking at what's happening in the sky, it's a, it's the directional map. That's great, but we still have free will. We still can do whatever we want. We can completely ignore that. We can we can say, oh, whatever, you know, because our minds are still very active. So my methodology combines the energies of both very practical methods with the stars. And it and it says, okay, there are two sides to every coin, like we were just talking about, right? So there's a very beautiful, you know, I call it the masculine strength of logic and reason right. and right. goals and production. But then there's that feminine wisdom that we really, most of us have been conditioned not to listen to. And it's no one's fault. It's just been cultural or familial, exactly. or what have you, right? So creating space and time for that, because that's where you get the beautiful collaboration and the potential and the influence and the energy. Like if you look at traditional leadership, traditional business, there's exhaustion, there's stress, there's, you know, look at, just look at the quiet, what is it called? The quiet quitting or, you know, what have you. And remote has only made things um, even more stressful. So yeah. we don't want people to be exhausted and feeling like they don't have any time or support or they're just living in lack. And it's the combination of both of these things that brings you to the ability to understand that there are cycles, understand that you matter and your energy matters, understand that there's a beautiful way of collaboration that doesn't have to feel competitive. Um, and it just combines all those things so that we have a process that you could follow so your mind doesn't run amok. Right, right. When we talk about astrology, um, we're talking more on a personal level here. You know, your your stars, your 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 uh, you know cosmic reading, you know that type deal. 
you're talking about that personally, but how does that explain how that feeds into our business? Yes. So, so there's, there's two things really. There is that personal glimpse, right? That, that is, that is beautiful. It's very deep. If you don't have that aptitude or if you just don't have that appetite, then you can look at the way that the stars are leaning in the, in the sky, right? And have somebody interpret them for you. So the way that it can help in business is it can help you set your strategy because you'll know what the energies are. Like this year is all about power. And it's all about being able to clear, literally clear the pathway to your success, which is why all my messaging and all my conversation with people is about that. Um, but there's moments and there's moments throughout those quarters that make up the year that there is sometimes where it's better to move forward and to do outreach and to sell. And there are other times it's better to streamline, optimize and, and deepen some of your offerings. And knowing when those times are do make it much easier to know how you should craft your plan and how you should how you should when you should hire when you should go on a retreat when you should um you know delegate differently or when you should um celebrate or when you should show client appreciation i mean there are better times than others no you know and, I, and i'm curious now my birthday was yesterday <laughs> oh birthday i'm curious now what does my astrology look like how does my you know What's right? it look like? Because, you know, I've I've had this energy about me that there's so much going on that I'm getting very um it's it's positive energy that's going on, but it's almost overwhelming. And that's exactly because you're you're a Gemini, right? So yeah. A Gemini is always open to all opportunities. So curious, so open-minded, so flexible, so so welcoming. You're you're like an open invitation to any idea, right? Like that's beautiful. Uh -huh. Right. Young, it keeps you curious, but you're right. The overwhelm. I will say matching that up with the energy that's going on right now. Oh yeah. And and the good news is in a few weeks you'll feel it will start to feel a little bit more tailored and you'll start to see more more avenues that are going to come in. But in the meantime, what it's really about, it's really about you choosing and prioritizing what what feeds you and what really makes you sparkle and shine. And and, and I think this is important to point out because, like I said, um, there's so much happening around me. And I've got all of these, these businesses and individuals, you know, people that I know, and we're all um, uh, working on, okay, how can we work together? Okay. And how is that going to benefit each other, you know? And I'm working on about three different avenues here, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I, that's the way it is, you know, as a Gemini, you know, I'm not going to, I, if it's not going to fill what my mission is for my business, I won't mess with it. But, you know, everything else that's happening, the three that I'm looking at, oh yeah, they fit. And, mm -hmm. and like you said, now it's to the point where it's like this morning I woke up and I was journaling. And I said, it, the first thing the journal asked me is what are my goals for today? I love that. And my goal for today was just to get organized. Because there's so many things going on. I said, let's go ahead and take care of some administrative stuff, clean up my desk so that I can focus more, so that I can bring in these three and accept them, you know. 
that it, it which I love it's like so so I I have Gemini in my chart too okay. so what I say to and we so we're intuitive visionaries just to let you know because I do yeah. have that star yeah. and helpful um so every morning I write down my list of what I'm going to do that day because I have got such just like you so many opportunities and so many things going on and we could we could do all of them poorly and which of course we would never do so right. for us to get grounded and centered and focused is really wonderful which if we were sitting in front of somebody else for example that may be a Virgo or maybe or maybe a Capricorn they most likely don't have that they're, they're feeling the energy in the world but they most likely don't have that need to become right. centered and focused and administrative. Right, right. All right, this this always fascinates because I feel it around me, and that's mm -hmm. what that's what entrepreneurs or business leaders need to understand is to pay attention to the signs, pay attention. Absolutely. So it's incredible how the cosmic rhythm aligns with our professional endeavors. Could you explain to our listeners how astrology can provide unique insights and strategies for navigating the business landscape? Absolutely. So, so you, you said it perfectly. Like we have lots of opportunities and we want to connect with others and we want to create opportunities and, and quite frankly, more business for ourselves, right? Either by making it easier or more streamlined or by opening up other channels, depends on what's going on for you. And, and honestly, those are two different energies, right? So do I want to connect with more people and open up more channels or do I want to, you know, restack and, and make things really deep and really winnow in and really optimize? Astrology will literally give you the answer if you want to, if you want to be able to have that interpretation for you. The other thing is it does depend on what's going on out there in, in the energies in the greater world, right? Because you might be drawn more to one of those areas versus another, right? So, so just taking the time and the step back and saying, okay, how can the energies in the world help me? Think of it like you strapping on a jetpack or you having another, another level of support or like imaginary friends working with you. Like this really can help you because it's going to save you time. It's going to save you money and it's going to save you aggravation, which I think is the right. best thing. So right. honestly, those three things are, are magic, I think. No, definitely, definitely. So how does astrology help in identifying optimal timing for business launches, expansions, or major decisions? Yeah, so so honestly, I, at the top of the year, I do an annual forecast, and I literally give people the timing for the year. And then I also have what I call the star boost, which we meet four times a year, and I give people like that quarterly advice. You know, for, for this year, 2023, for the remainder of 2023, I will say the first half of the year was more movement than the second half of the year will be. So that's just that's just hands down, like just information for people. The, the other thing is, let's just think about what people might know, what might be a little bit more mainstream, because um, if you don't have an astrologer to interpret for you, knowing when people have heard Mercury retrograde, they kind of gasp now, right? Because they say that it happens three weeks, three times a year. You can do things during those times, Dana, but, but you want to be mindful that you're going to have to be more patient and you're going to have to take a little bit more time because it's going to be confusing and things are going to have snafus. So that's just kind of one layer. Another layer is, though, if you're really intuitive, do you need an astrologer to tell you when to do things, right? Because 
I have a feeling you're intuitive. So you'll know, you'll say to yourself, you know what, June's a really good month, but maybe July's not. Or September seems like it might be a little bit slow and maybe October will be a little bit better. I'm telling you those two things are true this year. Um, or you can say, I don't have time to deal with that. So I would say, follow someone that you trust and help them give you that timing because a good astrologer who does business as well will be able to talk to you about investments, will be able to talk to you about um, getting funding and timing for that. They'll be able to talk to you about doing a, a, a joint venture or you know launching another division or doing those big, those big business pivots. As well as when it's a really good time to soften and do things a little bit um, more slowly or do some soft launches or to do some more collaboration and outreach at a more intimate level. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So um, uh, do you know famous people who are currently following the stars? There are so many people. So there's tons of celebrities that have come out and talked about it. There are much fewer business people that have come out and talked about it in this country. Um, so, you know, we've got Beyonce, Madonna, Cameron Diaz. We've got J-Lo. We have Angelina Jolie. If you look across the, the celebrities, you'll find that they've had staying power in a different way than others have, which is really interesting to me. I know historically when, when people have, you know, kind of asked the question about who is using astrology, you know, you'll find people like Albert Einstein and Ben Franklin, um, Hippocrates, um, Carl Jung. I mean, yeah. all Myers-Briggs is based on astrology, by the way, just, just saying. Yeah, no, no. That's interesting too, because it does get in, Myers-Briggs gets into the, the individual you know, mm -hmm. and, Absolutely. and we're all driven by something. We're all Absolutely. driven by, you know, by something. And where's that something come from? It's our culture, the way that we were brought up. It's yep. our, our, our morals. It's, it's all of that. Where does that come from? Okay. It comes from our parents. It comes from, but you know, in all honesty, you know, when they start talking about the the love languages, and they start talking about, um, what am I thinking of? Oh, I can't remember now. It just went right out of my head. <laughs> but when they start talking, oh, I know, um, the um, the forces. Uh, like, when I go into a room, okay, uh, for networking or something yeah. like that, people will automatically pick up on my my mood. Oh, absolutely. Mood will determine whether I'm open or mm -hmm. closed. Yes. Okay. And so therefore, if you're not in that mood in a business environment, don't go. Exactly. Exactly. Don't go. Mm -hmm. You know, don't force yourself just because you said you were going to do this. If you're not in the mood, you know, and I've run into that a couple of times just within the last week. Um, you know, I, I've gone to something and I'm, I'm sitting there and I've got so much stuff going through my head that I'm not in the mood to really network, you know, and people pick up on that and they kind of steer clear of you. And this Absolutely. is only part of it. Exactly. But I will tell you from an energy perspective, that is true. But what if there was something that you had to go through? What if it was a conference or something that you had planned for? And it was like the, the thing. This is where I've come up with my 
my success making methodology and I have six avatars that are based on ancient astrology and over 21,000 people have taken them. And one of the things I did, Donna, is I went through to say, how does your energy work when you're in with groups? And then what strategies could you use um, to be able to help you? Because what if you had to, and you weren't in the mood, knowing how people react to you naturally, and then what you'd need to do to honestly, to, to, to make that a better experience for yourself and to make it actually be beneficial whatever, whatever your goal is in that it could be family and you're just trying to get through it. Right. Or it could be, yeah. or it could be um, a, a networking event that is going to be very beneficial for you, but you are just not in right. that mode. Right. Right. You know, there's, there's something to be said about, you know, you controlling or being able to manage your emotions. Absolutely. Um, so can you share an example of, say, a business challenge or opportunity where astrology played a significant role in shaping the strategy? Okay, I could probably come up with a hundred, but I will I will endeavor to come up with one that I'll feel like your audience can can really connect to. So yeah, two 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 examples are coming up. So a business owner that wanted to join a mastermind and it was at a point where it was going to be like their, you know, their like flagship of the year or what have you. Right. And this woman was struggling with her own power to feel confident enough. When she walked into the room, she could walk in as an expert. We were already working on that from an astrological perspective. We looked at, there were two or three different times that she could have joined because they were doing these rolling flagship um, and things depending on where she was. And so I looked at her personal astrology when it, it was going to be strongest for her. And I looked at the, the timing of when it was going to happen during the year. We married all that up. And I have to say, she went in and she rocked the house so right. much so, so much so. I mean, these people are like $100 million entrepreneurs. Like, you know, I mean, they're, they're nine figures. She's just gone from, by working with me, from 500 to one, one and a half million. She's a little bit north of that right now. So, so she was feeling like, why am I going to be in the room? Right. And I was like, no, no, no. So here we did. And we, we did position it. She came out, she came out with, a few clients, which was beautiful. But most importantly, they asked her to do a presentation at the next one. Talk about change, right? So share the the stage with us. They didn't ask anybody else in the room. Wow. Wow. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, it's funny that you say that because um, one of the three things that I am working through right now is I am starting a mastermind. Okay. For small and medium businesses in July. And um, I wanted to do this for the last two years, longer than that, pre-COVID. Okay. But I didn't, the timing wasn't right. I didn't have the time, the energy to do it. And then um, I was offered to partner with C-Suite. Do I know you through C-Suite? You do. Yes. Yeah. So C-Suite offered to partner with me. They handle all the back end, the marketing, everything. And I facilitate. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, these are the signs that -hmm. we're talking about, you know. Um, So I said, absolutely. So for the last two, two, six weeks, that's what we're doing is we've been building all of this. You know, here's an organization that has the staying power. And the the strength behind it to market and mm-hmm. do what needs to be done, 
me, I have the knowledge base and the and 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 the the uh, passion for small, medium businesses and right. what they need. So it's a melding of you know. So that's where these signs you know fulfill me in the sense where, you know, I didn't ask them, they came out. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know if you put it out there to the universe, you know the answers will come back. Absolutely. Absolutely. The answers will come back. So absolutely wonderful. So let's move on. How does astrology provide insights into an individual's strengths, weaknesses, and potential areas for growth in the business world? Uh, okay. So every, every aspect, it can give you your leadership style when you're calm, when you're under stress, it can give you your money signature to know how you're going to be able to attract and make money, to be able to manage and keep money, to be able to invest money. It can tell you what your success signature is. It can talk about like your communication style, um, delegating style, when, and I'm going to go into timing just for a minute, like mm-hmm. when to have difficult conversations, when not to, um, if that's something that that's that you struggle with. Um, it gives you information about marketing, about sales. I mean, name, name an area and and honestly, I can give you the exact unique signature for you for every single one of those areas. Wow, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get with you and get my <laughs> mind mapped out here. Yeah, I call it literally. You can in an hour and a half meeting with me, I call it the success accelerator. It, it can be completely transformative for you and your business. No, definitely. Like I said, you know, I've, I, th- I'm a firm believer in it. I've just never delved into it as much. Mm-hmm. I just watch the signs and grab onto it when it happens, you know. Great. But, yeah. um, so how can businesses strike a balance between rational, data-driven decision-making and intuitive insights gained from astrology? So here, here's the thing. You want the marriage. You do not want to do one or the other. Right. That was the best advice. So, so someone who says, I'm just going to follow the astrology. I, my astrologer said, I can't do this because I say, no, time out. You have a, you have a mind, you have, you know, propulsion. This is your free will, your choice. You want to, you want to run through the sifter, if you will. Right. Because mm-hmm. there are times where, where people could say, for example, a, a client I have, it's the exact right time for her to launch, even though in the stars, like for everybody else, it's not right. And right. so, uh, you know, for me to be able to tell her that is great. But what if she what if she wasn't working with me going with your gut to say, oh, the timing, it has all come together for me. It seems like like look at you for for mastermind, right? Like all the things have happened. It's been like the perfect storm to have it have it be now. And yet. From an astrological perspective, I will tell you, July is not a great time for you to do that. And yeah. so what? Who cares? Because it is exactly the right time because the opportunity is so great. Yeah. So, so this is where you still have, I, it, it's the marriage of the mind and the and the intuition. It's the marriage of the, the rational, practical production of the masculine with that intuitive, sensory wisdom of the feminine. And, and honestly, you can do two things. One is you can journal 
or you could go for a walk and just take some space. Just do both, <laughs> right? Do both. Just give yourself a chance because we've been so conditioned to, to be more mind oriented and more rational oriented. That's the only reason why I'm saying give the other some space. If we had been conditioned the other way, I would say, you know, let's let's actually set some goals. But for most of us, we are very good at that masculine left brain doing, and we most often and have have a relative weakness in that creating a space and listening and believing in it and trusting it. We want yeah. to build that muscle to be able to trust. And that's where astrology can help because it get you get validated. I can't tell you how many times people come to me and say, I knew that. And I said, yes, you did because you're intuitive and that's why you knew it. And so now you have that validation. So now you can lean into you, lean into that intuition a little bit more. No, definitely, definitely. No, it's, I, I love talking about this stuff because, you know, and let's explain a little bit to our audience, the difference between masculine and feminine energy. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, and I'll let you explain. I've got my idea of what masculine and feminine is, but I'll let you explain it from your point of view. Yeah. So I'll do the more traditional from, from, from the masculine perspective. It's the doing, it's the action. Think of verb. You know, think of think of production, think of logic, think of reason, think of planning, think of um, goals, think of targets, think of even competitive, like competing with yourself. Think of um, having more control and being purposeful and, um, you know, pen to paper, like like yeah. pick up the phone and call somebody right like that. That's the masculine side. Very necessary, like so amazingly strong. The feminine side has a little bit of a different energy, but it's still just as effective. It is that it is that creative side. It's the it's the stopping and taking stock. It's it's strategy when you have that thirty thousand foot view and you're and you're making an assessment. You know, you're just you're just like widening that lens. It's yeah. looking for patterns. It's 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 sensing like that that ooh, I have that instinct that this person might not be the person for me, but I'm not really sure. But I need to just take a be it's to that just gut. Yeah. it's that gut it's that feeling it's 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 having that um that impression it's very nuanced um right. it's the space in between it's the it's honestly it's the unknown which is why our minds go hey we're not gonna touch that because it doesn't make sense maybe it's right. just it, but it's it just is and then think about when you haven't followed that that gut instinct or you didn't give yourself enough time or you or you didn't allow that to percolate imagine down if you had done a mastermind two years ago and pushed and pushed and pushed and exhausted yourself and threw resource at it. And maybe it didn't materialize. You wouldn't have been so open when C-suite said yes yeah. to you. Yeah. No, so you definitely. Have approached, right? Like they yeah. may, you may not not even available for that. So yeah. this is where you, you were like, it's not the right time. I don't know why it's not the right time. My mind, gee, it could be great. I know enough. You haven't changed. Your expertise is still there. Yeah. But you listened and now look at the opportunity. It's much greater. That's what usually happens. Now, as a strategist, and you can probably associate with this more, we can be, um, say, say 70% masculine and another 30% feminine, you know, and I find with me, I am probably, I wouldn't say 70, maybe 55, 60% masculine because I am very rigid in strategy and to-do lists and, you know, and, and all this other stuff. But on the other side, I come in on the feminine side. I come in because I understand my clients. 
And so by understanding my clients, I can relate to them and talk to them in a way that they feel comfortable. Exactly. And, and honestly, too, I like to talk about it as well in the, in Mm -hmm. the, the masculine tends to be more goal driven from an achievement perspective, award, or look at, look at what I've just attained. The the feminine side tends to be more, more, am I satisfied? Do I feel fulfilled? Do I have my freedom? Did it, did it give me the flexibility and the cycle that I like to work in? Did I, did I even address that for myself? Do I recognize my biorhythms? Do I, do I then say yes to them? And this is where with the marriage of the two helps you be sustainable because you're not just ever growing and ever expanding and ever exhausting yourself. You're allowing yourself those moments and that recognition that for you and your clients that there are, there are just tempos and paces that come naturally for people. And if you're working against that, it's not going to, you're not going to be scalable. You're just not. Yeah. So when I'm working in the masculine side and I achieve certain things, the feeling I get by achieving that is the feminine side. It, it is as long as you're listening to yourself, because the, I like to say to people, everybody has a different definition of success. Right. So I have clients that they absolutely do not want to be on that world stage. They do not want to be thought leaders. They they are very satisfied having I've one I adore. She has a salon. She's wildly successful. Her biggest thing is when she can take vacations. Literally, you want to know how she uses me? When can I take vacations? And I'm like, okay, let's set up your business so that you can do that and still be profitable. You're done. She's grown a bunch. That's wonderful. And now let's let's look at the, let's look at when the best times are are for you. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's very interesting. Very interesting. So, how can astrology help businesses adapt and thrive in times of uncertainty, like COVID? You know, oh, and, absolutely and recession and so, change. Yeah. Well, it does create certainty. Like I predicted COVID, right? So back when yeah. September. Did you too? Like back in September of 2019, October 2019. Now, first of all, I knew 2020 was going to be just a every astrologer did. Like that was like it was like the timeout. It was a, it was going to be a timeout. We all knew that. We just didn't know what flavor it was going to be, right? So I didn't. You know, it could have been because think about it. It could have been a lot of different scenarios. And when I looked at March of 2020, I was I was like, oh, my son reminds me. He's like, mom, you were talking about that in 2010. I, I didn't realize it that I was doing that. Um, but I almost didn't know what, what the path through was going to be. Um, but then when that in 2019, when that fall came, I was like, oh, wow. I did say it, it feels like it's going to feel like we can't breathe. But I didn't you know, I didn't exactly know what that meant, but I knew what that meant. Um, honestly, that muffling helped because the energies were so incredibly volatile. Oh, yeah. Right. So so there's that. But but then in like 2021, 2022, 2023, if you if you have someone who is analyzing across like across, I do it across like five or 600 years because everything is that that big in cycle and someone who can do that as well as look at the information that's coming much more at a faster tempo. And you can know like this year I had said, you're going to feel as if the floor is falling out this March. And I know March is a trigger for everybody. I was like, don't, you know, but it's going to be fine. It's going to seem a lot worse than it actually is. So if you know that, Right. then it's really helpful to be able to position. So I literally had a handful of clients do tons of launching and tons of things in that January, February timeframe when they normally wouldn't, they normally would do it in that, in that March, April. And I was like, 
we're not doing it then. You can have smaller things, but the big things are going to happen. So that's really helpful for people. No, that's that's very true. Very true. It's interesting. So so what in your in your opinion and, and based on what you're seeing, what are we looking at for the rest of this year as far as of um, the energy around us, as far as business is concerned, you know, we're coming up on a recession and I'm sorry, we are coming up on a recession. It we, may not be as bad. Yeah. It may not be as bad. So here, so, and I'll be honest with you, it's really interesting. If you look at the financial instruments, the, the financial instruments are still healthier than what the media is talking about. Right. right? But but when you look at the economists and you look at what they're talking about, to, who said 2% inflation was the best inflation to have in the world? Because you won't have any wage growth and you won't really have any growth. So it really should be naturalized around four and a half or 5%. I will lose my economics card for that, you know, if I had one. But, right. but that's right. So if we could relax and we could and we could give a little bit of space, then the then the banks would be able to give a little space and then then the, the all the systems would flow better. I would I will say to you that um, and I don't know when this will air, but I will say that the mid July to the beginning of September, it's going to be really tough to feel as if things are going to come together. Because what the planets are doing basically is they want you to become recession proof. They want you to realize your value because guess what? It doesn't matter whether you just sold a hundred million dollars or you just sold $1. You're still the same awesome person. Like you haven't changed. And the stars are trying to teach each one of us that. Now that's tough to hear. Right. So what, I, what I've been advising people is, is, is go back to what really works for you. You know what that is. Mm -hmm. And it, probably have gone as you grow, you get away from that because you have other things coming in and you've opened up more channels and, and that's really great. But go back and strip down to the basic and make sure that that is really firm and really strong and central. So for your example, Donna, it could be like, you're going to do this mastermind. That's wonderful, but you know how your clients come in and you know, and you know, your best service for them. So you're not going to stop doing that while you're launching this other thing. That's, that would be the practical. Right. 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 And, I, you, you know, and it's funny that you, you, you mentioned, you know, the time frame there, mm -hmm. you know, um, because I work within the public sector as well with my clients. Okay. And, and helping them, um, you know, uh, go after uh, public procurement projects and prepared and stuff like that. And uh, basically the army, I think it was the army or the Navy the other day was telling me but the perfect time right now is now through the end of September for us to really push the government into, look, we're here. We're ready to do work for you. So it's interesting because they've already earmarked because September 30th is their fiscal year, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, that makes so much sense because I would say the government has an allocation issue, right? You know that. So, so for that perspective, if the dollars have already been earmarked, you're fine. This is yeah. this is for that more maybe you're on a calendar year and your and your clients are on a calendar year and they're looking at their numbers and they're quite frankly their numbers have been softer this year they just yeah. have for in most yeah. cases I mean we we've had wins for our clients that that they aren't like that but I'm talking general I'm talking just general now and so people are much more hesitant and then when they read things in the media they're infinitely more hesitant right so it's that spiral the the stars interestingly enough 
there is a ton of money out there. There is a ton. It's just whether you can be unwavering about your leadership and your and your own genius and your own solutions and just know that you're going to be fine. And I will say Q4 this year, it is a really great time to dive deeply and to optimize. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about my strategies yeah. for the end of the year. You know, I plan on holding a three-day in-person um, strategic planning retreat. Okay. In November, the beginning okay. of November. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. I mean, I will tell you, it gets a little confusing in September this year. Um, October, there's a beautiful opening for feminine leadership, for women leaders. And it doesn't have to be women. It just is that is that opening of that more collaborative, intuitive, potential-oriented, cyclic, sustainable energy that we haven't entertained. It's the new way. It came yeah. through at the end of 2020, and we're not going to go back. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, that's that's really interesting. There's so many things to take it into consideration here that are working um, not against us, but around us. And if we don't take advantage of what is being offered, we're going to miss an opportunity, a major yeah. opportunity. Yeah. So can you provide examples of successful businesses or entrepreneurs who have drew, have effectively integrated astrology into their strategic planning you did give me a couple of them you know of of a couple of them that you yeah i mean so i have done this with over 425 business leaders so i you know there's that i would say that i would say i mean fast company just um came out with an article probably like I want to say it's like two or three months ago, and there was an article in the Post just the other day about how astrology is influencing work culture in the biggest companies, and it yeah. is the workforce. So I find that fascinating, and people are using it to build teams and to figure out how, because think of remote teams, right? So, and and how to have them work more effectively together and have them more, work more effectively to get to their goals of what they want to achieve. I'm working with one client right now and um, um, she came to me because she wanted me to, to help her put together a program that she can go out on stage with. She's, she's a, pre, you know, she's a uh, uh, trainer type deal. And she wanted to incorporate the spirit animal okay. into, into this. And the more I worked with her, the more I, um, I got her thinking about the spirit animal and um, uh, brands, uh, <laughs> archetype, brand archetypes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And I said, there is a correlation here, especially when it comes to business. If you have your brand archetype identified and you're looking for individuals or staff members by understanding the spirit type, or the spirit animal, it's easy for both of them to benefit from this because it's easier to find out, okay, whether there's a position within a company that matches or facilitates your spirit animal and vice versa. These, these right. companies can look at the spirit animal and say, okay, this one might be a good fit for you. So Absolutely. 
Absolutely. This yeah. is why I came up with my quiz that um, it has the six archetypes because I, because that is exactly what it helps with. It helps yeah. with brand identification for your, for your um, ideal client. It helps with how to message to them. Yes. And it helps how to build teams. Absolutely. If exactly. we can self-identify with an, a, it's more an objective lens then we can get out of our minds and we can start using these tools that are available and um, and accessible to everybody. And if we start speaking the same language on that, that's it's beautiful. It can be business changing. And, and, and I think that's what it is, is, is we're moving into another realm here, whereas uh, corporations, you know, your, your businesses are having to adjust to the new way of working, you know, and working remotely, which, you know, up until COVID, they had been the, 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 the stars at the top of the peak and they could pick and choose what they wanted. And, you know, and, and us as employees or, or whatever, it's like either you take it or you leave. Right. And now it's to the point where they can't even find qualified people because, um, and, you know, employees have found out look, there's other ways of doing it. There's ways that I can, you know, get by without having to bow down to corporate uh, oversight. Absolutely. And I, and I will tell you, timing-wise, we have from now until November of 2024, where there's going to be that mixed bag where it's like, oh, we're going to do things a little bit more traditionally. No, 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 no. We're going to do things a little bit, you know, more, um, you know, forward thinking, more future oriented, more grassroots, more, more bottoms up versus tops down. But then after that, it's all bottom up all day long for the next 20 years. It's not going back. Ah, that's nice to know. Isn't that That good to know? That gives us more opportunities it gives us, uh, it gives me more opportunities too. Absolutely. You know, working with these small uh, business owners, you know, mm-hmm. deep down my, the vision for me and my company has, has been and always been the fact that our small businesses don't get the help that they need out right. there. Okay. And I want to ultimately get to a point where I get a bill passed through Congress that if, Small business owners, before they go get their business license, if they can show that they have gone through some kind of certification training as an entrepreneur, so that they know what they're getting into when they start a business, that they can qualify for some kind of incentives, government incentives, or something to help them in those early stages. Absolutely. Business, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. When you're starting with startups, it, that that grand idea is just so intoxicating. Yeah. And yet, and yet, if it's not fully aligned with you, like I always say to some people that I run into that are startups, if if you and I am cheeky about this, Donna, if you don't want to talk about this a thousand hours a day, then you might not want to do this. Right. right. And of course, that's right. a cheap example, but it is. You you've got to eat it, drink it, and like exactly. be it. And no matter what is happening. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, and and ultimately, you know, deep down, I believe that if we can just turn around the number of failed businesses in the U.S., it's only going to positively impact our GDP, Mm -hmm. our labor force, and the psyche of the families and the entrepreneur and their families. Absolutely. Absolutely. Think of the spirit that this country was built on. Right. Yeah. That goes right back to it. Yeah. No, nope, yeah. that's right. That's right. Well, we are 
coming up on the end of another episode of Charged Up Studio. And thank you, Kim, for joining us today and shedding light on how cosmic forces shape our business landscape. You know, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. So any last tips you want to leave us with? Um, I would I would say follow your heart, right? Let let your heart, because that's the marriage of the mind and the and the intuition as well. Like be passionate and um don't give up. Don't give yeah. up. Yeah, no, definitely. So how can our listeners get a hold of you? Should they want to talk to you? Absolutely. So kimwoods.com, easy to remember, easy to type in. There's my website. You can book a call and you can check out some things. But if you're interested in the avatar quiz, like I said, over 21,000 people have taken it. It's knowyourlifequiz.com. And you'll get your avatar. You get an 11 page report. You get a beautiful welcoming and you can start following to know and learn more about the money and the marketing and the sales because we do a lot of that work online. No, definitely. Definitely. So that concludes our podcast for today. Please leave a review on any of the streaming platforms you are listening to us on or go to our Charged Up Studio Facebook page and leave a review there. Charged Up Studio is a product of Marketatomy and Marketatomy Academy, the e-learning environment system designed specifically with the micro business owner in mind. For more information, and to register for our mini courses, go to marketatomy.academy, M-A-R-K-E-T-A-T-O-M-Y. Talk to you next week with another exciting guest. I look forward to it. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Charged Up Studio Live, the podcast with you, the small business owner in mind, with your host, Dana Olivo. Join us every Tuesday as we bring you valuable tips and insights into many of the topics you don't know you don't know about growing a successful business. Please leave us a review on any of the streaming platforms you are listening to or visit us on the YouTube or Facebook page and leave a review or subscribe so you don't miss another episode. You can also support us through Patreon by visiting our website, chargedupstudio.live, and click on the Patreon link. Until next week, go out and have a charged up week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.